<laughs> don't stand on too much ceremony, do we? No. And we can, like you say, we can always edit everything else. Well, not everything, but <laughs> some things. Yeah, don't like sounding a bit poetic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting. So fresh. <laughs> I'm Nicola and I'm Lauren Stone. And today we have got some very exciting visitors to Respectfully. Uh, we've got Chloe Hervé and Pont Smith from no. Bebop Salon. Brilliant. How's it, how's so, it going? <laughs> <laughs> thank you for trekking yeah, down from North London to join us. You're very welcome. Absolutely. We've invited these guys to talk about branding. Yes. Well, 18 months into your new salon opening. Yeah, coming up to two years. Yeah, two years. Fantastic. So, yeah, we just wanted to talk really about how you brand your salon, um, the importance of branding, um, how you kind of make everything run smoothly so that everything's in line with your brand. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of stuff Starting. there. So I, think... I know. So, well, start off with the name. So, well, okay. in fact, does it start with the name? Is that where it comes? How do you start well, deciding? We're looking at like, obviously names. One of the hardest things to find. I think it was one of the hardest because yeah. I think every <laughs> every morning or every week we were just texting each other like a list of ten agree names. On and, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like naming a baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> really... you can't use well, exactly, anything yeah. else is gone. Um, but then we knew that we wanted the salon to be quite music related. We, wanted, we think it affects the vibe in the salon quite oh, yeah. a lot. So then we started looking at music-related words, and this is associated with jazz music. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> bebop's a, it's a jazz term. But I think for us, yeah. I think the lettering looked yeah. really nice because we didn't want to move forward with our branding and logo design unless we've got the name. I think we were quite I think you need it to be stubborn. easy to say, easy oh, yeah, to recognise. Yeah. You don't want it to be too unaccessible when it's just... There's a lot of things. Yeah. So you must have decided to not put your own names on it. It's nice to be able to brand it in different ways as well as the going to the future. Well, and it's not associated with us, it's not associated with hair. The other thing is we wanted to create a culture where it's just not a, around just me and you. Yeah. Obviously we started at the beginning, but we wanted to make sure that anyone that we employ we our create a sort of couple our beboppers. Yeah. So just very quickly in a couple of sentences, just sum up your background then Chloe. I'd say my career took off more when I moved to Amsterdam and I worked for a big salon brand over there. Did a lot of fashion weeks, did a bit of education and then moved to London probably about four years ago. Started working with Pont and then pretty much decided to do the salon. Wow. But I'd always wanted to do a salon so it was kind of like on my mind for moving right, to London. Right, so it wasn't a random yeah, yeah. thing. And Pont, you're... So yeah, I'm, I'm originally from Kent. Um, my first job didn't actually go too well, so I went into London and worked into uh, one of my friends' salon who started the group Blue Tip there at the beginning, and then I set up education, found that was the path that I wanted to go down, kind of more fashion-based stuff as well, and yeah, then, then met Chloe, and I think we decided to go kind it. of go for it, basically. Yeah. So how would you describe your brand then? What, what makes your brand what it is? So I think the main thing for us for the brand, it's, it's all about, we've been so, in so many salons where it becomes sort of like hairdresser focus. So we wanted to bring the focus back to the client and, you know, we wanted to make just more wearable hair, and, you know, and stuff that clients that wanted to do that. And it was back to personalizing yeah. it for the client right. rather than having a set way that you do certain haircuts and so there's no the sort of thing. menu there's no no it has to be a style. Yeah. lifestyle what they look like what they do with their hair 
no point in doing things if they're not going to do it themselves. I think it's just bringing, it's bringing hair back. Educating basically. the client yeah, as yeah. well, which is what we're quite strong about. Yeah. Do you th- Was that a reaction to you seeing that happening too much on the high street? That you might say, okay, that name does that style of hair or that person. Yeah. W- was that partly you guys thinking... Yeah, I think so. And I think just our style in general. I like hair that's wearable. I like it to look a little bit undone, almost. I think, <laughs> so I think you... I think when, when in all my sort of experience with uh, clients and stuff, uh, one of the things they said is, you know, so I, I can never wear my hair the way you guys do it. And I was like, that's a bit silly. That's like, crazy, why, why, yeah, why, yeah. why are we... And, you know, you know, depending on what college you go to, you get taught to, like, right, have to blow dry this and have to straighten this which you know is totally fine but then I think we're sort of missing the point of educating we don't want the client to only feel good on that one day oh yeah, yeah. Got their hair done. you want them to feel good every day well that's yeah. it so that's then if it. they learn how to do their hair and it's something that's easier for them and then they're going to keep coming back like yeah, it, it yes. makes sense yeah. so how do you achieve that then where do, so the look of the salon and the brand in which we will definitely yeah. come back to because there's lots more to be said but then if I walked through the door as a client, how would you make sure I had something that was more for me? What does it? Is there something different about the consultation or about you, the journey? I think we try and go more personal as well. So again, like as you just get to know you first, and then we get start getting you a little bit of an idea, just we, like what your lifestyle is like. So if you're someone that needs to just get up and run out the door, then we'll start adapting the haircut to suit. Right. That, or even like you could have the same haircut but teach you a way of doing it when you go out. Right. a little bit more done it teaches some alternative ways of wearing it I think part of it as well is like the, the salon environment because yeah. we I look a lot into because you know going into a salon it is it's intimidating yeah. yeah so part of the design of what we did is um, and we wanted to make kind of like a main table in the middle and that for us social space it's more of a social space yeah basically so, so would that be where people came and yeah, sat yeah. when they first yeah, yeah. come into the cell so that way you know i'll be kind of working i mean it's quite close yeah. we're quite close together but i'll be working next to chloe and you know chloe will be hearing what i'm saying and it, it tries to the main reason we're doing it is just trying to relax yeah, people people a getting bit involved sometimes we even have it that because we've got the table so even clients chat to each other oh, nice. and that's always really nice yeah, yeah. they either sit with their colors on and have a glass of wine together it's like creating that yeah yeah, environment where people feel like they're a second home. It yeah. is really nice. I know when I go to a salon, if the person having their head on next to me leans over and says, oh my God, that, look what they've yeah, done, yeah, that's amazing, or yeah. vice versa. It's, yeah. So it is really nice to have that. And we've got some really nice pictures of your salon, so we'll put a link yes, absolutely. to the good. website, yeah. respectyou.me, so people can have a look at exactly what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so what came next then? So we've talked about the name, so you've yeah. got the name, you talked about the the kind of service you wanted to offer yeah. and what your intentions were. So then, yeah. what came next, as in creating a look? Be designing or, the salon. I think we didn't want it to look. Um, well, to be honest, it's where it was working with the budget, really. Yeah, that's the main thing. Quite clever with that. Like yeah. we spent money in the right areas and then saved money in other areas. But I think the feel of the salon affects the interior. So if it feels very clinical, then I. I personally feel quite uncomfortable in yeah. that kind of environment. Um, but I also think for staff, it's important to have things around them that inspire them, so colours, artwork. But yeah, you want it to be comfortable. Don't yeah. want it to feel too... Oh, yeah. How do you filter your brand as well down to your stylist? How do you make sure that they're all We've doing got... things similarly, but also, like you say, relating to their clients? Well, I'd say every That's three kind of a... months or so, we have a 
like a day of sort of like customer service as well as branding and ethos and get them sort of like talking about the brand yeah i think educa- education is really yeah. important yeah. so you know and that always comes from the top i find and obviously it's me and chloe that started it so we want to k- keep our vision for for them mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily still you know customer service is a big part of it but it's also making sure that you know we're showing them okay this is how you do a bit of the hair as well mm-hmm. and we you know just trying to <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how 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 big is your team We've got three other full-time stylists, so it's five stylists all together, including us two. I think there's about eight of us. Um, yeah, and then two assistants. Yeah. Yeah, we've got quite a strong team now. They're all quite oh, driven, yeah. excited. So what key words, then, would you, for somebody listening? So we've got the music reference. I've got a vision of that. So wearable hair that. would be one of... Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a very that's key amazing. word. Personalising... The look of the salon as well—it kind of looks quite buzzy and quite um, colourful. And is that was that yes. an intentional kind of? Which I think it's funny because like I think people didn't expect us to have a colourful salon. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's cool. in like this is as colourful. <laughs> <laughs> no, we branched out. Um, yeah, but I think it's more inviting. It looks more fun. Yeah, yeah. I think we were we were working with the space originally because when when we got in there, it was just it's literally a box and. You know, when clients come in, they thought, oh, we just put a table there. But we had to do quite a lot of work to it. And, and I think like, we needed to make it look bigger. So it had to be like white and quite clean looking. Yeah. At the same time as trying to yeah, put, get put in colour and yeah. texture and stuff like that. So I think it's quite bold colours. So it still looks quite open. Yeah. So you're in North London, sort of Kentish yeah. town. Yeah. Holloway. Holloway vibe. Which is quite cool and trendy. Yeah. But you're not on the main street. No. no. So how do you market? But you are at the ground floor level. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So that was purposely done. That, that was one of the that main things that we said we didn't want to do is go on the main street. I think that people travel to you and they search on things like Instagram now. Mm-hmm. Don't really That's the thing. I mean, social media is so powerful yeah. today. And, you know, we have to utilise it in that way. And all our clients come over from, we've got loads from South London. Yeah. You know, really had one from Ireland the other yeah. day. And, you know, so things, that, things like so that. I was going to say, what does work for you then marketing wise? It is, it's yeah. the social media. Yeah. It's one of the main ones, definitely. I think a lot of hairdressers like are, they don't like it and stuff, but it's part of our industry now. I think it's great. We have it's to, free yeah, it's really good. We yeah. can express how we want to. Like, you kind of have to embrace yeah. it, even, even if you don't want it. to. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of. I think it's great that anyone can stand out as well. It doesn't matter yeah. if you're in a small little town. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's given a platform salon, for still you know, people who can achieve, have that opportunity, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. So with your Instagram account, then, is there one person that's solely responsible? That How do you keep it that you know, you're know you uploading different things that kind of aren't relevant that's that's your baby that is my baby but i've had to i've had to learn it because there is um you can't just expect oh you know i can employ like a young person who's going to do it automatically like there's still like branding rules that kind of follow with it and it's the feel of it and even even like the language of it as well there's a particular language that you have to speak and emojis if anyone was ever going to do it for us then you'd need them to understand the brand yeah 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 take that over but with our but with our social media we, we kind of follow a cycle of um kind of content that we do so we sort of like there'll be a photo then there'll be kind of like an art inspiration then there'll be like a video and then there'll be kind of uh, like an iconic haircut so we 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 reference a lot of subcultures because yeah. again that's stuff that we think has built up our brand as well and in terms of our style as hairdressing mm-hmm. basically 
And I guess some music as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of gives you some more. Yeah, we do. uh, We do our monthly playlists as well on Spotify. So yeah, yeah, we get um, with that. It's quite good because we we've also um, there's people that we've met on uh, Instagram. Uh, there's one of these archivists that I that I follow for ages, and she's she's got a big following, and she does stuff for days. Then she's she's done a playlist for us, and it's kind of like that community that I really involved, like. And, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. We should put some links. So yeah, again, definitely. Yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. show notes, we'll put some links to Another people to check out. That we do for um, the social media is we've got a green wall in the salon. Okay. So we've purposely done that so that we can have different backgrounds because we find it gets quite boring you're always having the same background oh, great. so we can put videos behind or pictures oh, cool. which can then complement colours I think, yeah, it's just fun yeah. really. I think yeah. obviously there is a sea of content out there and other things as well like you do have to sort of stand out a bit without yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was one of the ideas you have a lot of different content on there as well because if like you're only doing balayage mm. all the time then you're only going to get balayage clients yeah absolutely so you need to make sure that it has got quite a bit of difference yeah so, so people know what short, they're getting. Long. Yeah. Well, then people will come to you mm-hmm. no matter what kind of hair they have. Yeah. yeah. So bringing in other agencies. So you are um, a relatively small team in terms yeah. of numbers, but you do have support on the PR side. Yeah. Yes, we do. We've just uh, taken that on. Like, yeah, we've just taken that on recently just because we, there's a lot of workload in, within a business and it's just trying to, like, we need to just focus our key skills in the relevant places, I think, for us and with the industry PR, I think that's something that we can kind of pass over for now. I think we want to put our attention yeah. on actually creating stuff so we that's don't it. have to be like spending time looking to where yeah. to put it. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, and then you have a brand, well, you have several brand associations, don't you, with yeah. brands who support you, Yeah. hopefully? Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's building up that network and that relationship with them. And that's, that's a lot of what we've, what we've been learning about really and you know we're quite lucky that we work quite closely with R&Co yeah uh, again a brand that we you know it's quite similar to us in terms of their ethos and stuff and we've got a good relationship with them and, and their colourful yeah. packaging yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it works it really well with us it works really well with us it's well, I think, people want it straight away because yeah. of what it looks like absolutely Excellent. that's the thing but it's even their imaging is like you know it sort of stands out from from the rest and you know we want it to be a part yeah it's refreshing yeah, yeah. So rather than being a sort of um, having, because some people go down the route of saying, no, we don't want to be allied to anything in particular. We want to have a yeah. range. But you find it helpful to actually focus on one or two. I think allied is a, a different word. I say more, it's more of a relationship with us yeah. because obviously we're not tied down to kind of anyone really. Yeah. So we're still, you know, it's yeah, still, still a lot of independence. Yeah, exactly. staff, I think it's nice that they can just learn that one brand perfectly as well. Yeah. yeah. Rather than sort of going, oh, this is my favourite one today. Oh, actually, I like this brand now. Yeah. <laughs> or not knowing it inside out. Yeah. They know it. And R and Co. I well, I'm very admiring of their of their heritage with three hairdressers. Yeah. And Garen obviously yeah, yeah, is Garen. very yeah. influential. I love following his work. So yeah, I, I remember going to a couple of launches in New York actually when I was over there. Not really. Karen, yeah, no. and, and it, it is a brilliant brand. It's, yeah, yeah. Oh. and he's been and he still works. I think that's, that's the thing, yeah, like, really helpful. He was doing, well, that's it. He was doing Vogue in the seventies. He's, he's still he's still yeah. doing it now. <laughs> it all filters down. As oh well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. well, that's what we that's what we really kind of adhere to, really. Yeah. Because you know you've got that heritage of those three stylists, and you know with Tom Priano, he did all the he almost did the blueprint of the Calvin Klein ads in the nineties, and that was his that was his yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. And Howard. 
and Howard's as well. Like, heritage. well, that's that's it. And you know, he's got that Bumble and Bumble background, Tony guy, mm. and he formulated the razor cutting as well, which, which you know, made, to push in the salon, yeah, it? he made it more of a technique as opposed to just uh, a butcher. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you guys travel as well. I know you yeah. do look quite a lot of education. I've seen you being signed up for things. Yeah. What does that bring to the table for you? I mean, there's still quite early days for your own business. Is it helpful that you go off and do education? Do you find that like a good way of recharging and getting ideas? I think, or? I think for us it's more exciting. Yeah. It really. helps us grow. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because obviously if we're having uh, meetings with the accountants, I'm going to be like... <laughs> no. you know, not going to feel too inspired. Oh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> so we need to like... And for us, you know, we, we both really enjoy... Um, yeah, I, I started in a small place, and I think it's great when people can then go and get the same education no matter where you're from. Absolutely, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with educating other salons as well as us. Mm-hmm. I think some of the salons I've been in, uh, a lot of the hairdressers were so, um, they didn't want to show, you know, they didn't want to educate their stylists, or they didn't want to share their secrets in a way, but and I, I just don't believe that at all. Yeah. Like, you know, for us, knowledge should be shared, and that's the only way the industry is going to grow. Yeah, absolutely. Literally. So, coming into running a business, it is quite intense, and it's it's like having children, very, very rewarding. But you kind of can't yeah. switch off from it, and um, you know you wouldn't you wouldn't usually, hopefully, especially with children, wish otherwise. No, but, but it is it is different. So, has other things you miss about your old life? The I think I was always in hairdressing fully anyway. <laughs> I don't know if I have much of a life. Um, no, I think it's it, it but the session styling or the travelling, but but being fixed to a salon in your own business brings something. I think there's this weird masochistic element that I like to it. I like to be if I'm not busy, I feel like I'm not doing anything, and yeah. you know this is why I think the alternate the the kind of the progress towards a business it just seemed like that was the path to path to do. And don't get me wrong, always looking forward to something. Oh yeah, there's yeah. times when we're like, oh my god, I've just done. 12 hours on my feet, I've got to do all this stuff for the accountant, then I've got to, you know, we've got someone coming in and it's like... Yeah. But you'd still um, never go back to... Oh no, as much as you'd be like, oh my God, I'm tired yeah. and, you know, I haven't slept, it's like, I wouldn't go back to anything no, else. And that's the, it for yourself. Yeah, it's this drive where... It definitely helps yeah. having two of you though, I think. I would struggle to do it on my own. I think it's... Yeah. You need yeah. to bounce off each other, like you're all going to go through those stages with your ups and downs. Yeah. It's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. I think we've been lucky, like... Yeah. Because I've I've um I've got friends who've got uh, businesses with other business partners and you know it hasn't ended up quite well. But we've. Yeah. Do you think yeah, there's a certain point, and do you think you almost have to have lived a bit and tried different things to be at the point where you can cope with running a business? Because yeah. Yeah. I think um, maybe in hairdressing there are times when somebody might have been an apprentice, yeah. qualified, stayed with that group maybe made one or two changes and then suddenly they're running a business and they almost haven't perhaps had gotta, such a breadth of experience. You've got to work in different places. Like I've worked in the smallest salons, I've worked in massive salon chains. So you kind of like take good and bad from everywhere you work. You've got to know what works and what yeah. doesn't, yeah. yeah. I think it the exciting thing that we're doing now is we're, we're speaking to like different types of people, so like businessmen and kind of things like that, like yeah. graphic designers. And they it's like taking that advice because we're so set in hairdressing yeah you sort of forget it's good about to chat everything. to people that aren't in the creative world yeah, yeah. sometimes have a different like, opinion some of the main advice they were saying you know you're, it's all it's good to kind of fail in a way because mm. you you learn from it and that's like one of the main 
we originally there was someone else that we thought about doing it with and one of the reasons was because she was a lot younger we decided not to because it's just it was too much to do at young age yeah. I don't yeah. think I could have done it no then. I think sometimes I mean everyone's different aren't they and maturity comes at yeah. different times but yeah I think it is it's really tough yeah but you're going to be living and breathing that for years absolutely you need, yeah. yeah you need to be ready to do that yeah because it does take you and you all need to be on the thing. same page don't yeah. you all need to be 100 yeah. yeah, percent. we're happy to yeah. just do that yeah <laughs> we've lived our lives yeah. <laughs> i think at the beginning we did about 10 different uh business plans as, oh, as yeah. well like uh, you know and that totally changes different. and it changes yeah. you've got to yeah. you got to we look at our first it. one it's, oh, it's embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> but it's how, that naivety i think yeah and, yeah how far ahead do you have it do you have a three-year plan a five-year plan or is it the seat of the pants um yeah it's hard to say <laughs> <laughs> we've got like, we've started changing directions of where we're going to go like it's but we're definitely wanting to expand so it's going to be until more than five years it. but yeah, yeah. We're ahead of where we thought we'd be after two. Yeah. So obviously that's where things started to change. How important is it for you? You have a PR. Yeah. Very good one, may we say. <laughs> Hello, Alistair. You'll like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's even at the size and the stage of development you are, that's important to you to keep an industry profile? Yeah, definitely. Because I think that's also how you will grow is by people wanting to work with you. If we don't have people that are interested in our brand in the industry, then we won't grow. Yeah, yeah. We can't just rely on the clients. Yeah, absolutely. So, what about things like industry events, industry associations, the awards word? Yeah. What do they come into play for you, or where do you stand on things like that? Uh. <laughs> Without being too controversial, but um, is it something that you're drawn to? Is it it's a necessary to get staff evil? involved in at least networking with other stylists? And yeah. we like to. We have spoken a lot about even collaborating with other salons to do. I think that's what we're going to we're going to be like pushing that. that next year yeah. because again, like we want to we want the, the industry to grow as a whole. Uh, so we're looking at sort of different directions to do it. So we've been, you know, we're quite lucky that we've got a nice network of salons that we get on really well yeah, with. Yeah. So I think one of the plans that we're just doing is doing some like collaborative shoots. Yeah, and, and both salons you know, benefit from that. It's nice like working with and different stylists. Like, and that would be pretty new. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's no, not it's like back new. in the day. It was like, oh, well, we, we hate them. We're competing. We're all doing the same oh, thing. We're all, yeah. that's it. We're all hairdressers. And there's a space for you all. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Really yeah. So what what tips would you give to some a stylist kind of thinking of going it alone and opening their own salon in terms of branding? What would you? Well, I think it's the. I think the devil's in the detail really like you have to go through everything and it's it's almost like you know stuff like the clients a journey through the salon and it's just everything so you know like even with our our name like i'm really particular with the the, oh, the small yeah. b no capital yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of things like that so for us it's like because clients will notice everything about the brand and and you know the feeling of it and all the just, little details it's all the little details and just like be open and you know get everyone's opinion and you know you may not necessarily follow it but you ask just want to know help ask well. for help like, is a good one yeah, I yeah. think people are too embarrassed to ask for help like, we yeah. don't need to know everything we're learning as we do it yeah, yeah. Or, or imagine that because they admire the way somebody's done something they assume that they've done it all on their own but as yeah, you say no, help they comes in ask for help as well yeah. along the way and I think the detail consistency is really consistency. important yes. when you're <laughs> certainly when you're establishing something you know if, if you had random capital B's yeah, yeah. You know, everyone starts getting confused and I think um, having like a style sheet 
yeah. for a brand yeah. is what you're saying really I think for us as well like when we first started doing all the branding I was, I was reading quite a lot of books on how to style your brand and you know researching okay what similar brands to what the direction we want to go to you know what do we want to achieve with it how do we want it to feel and you know even like what the colours mean and, yeah. and things like that yeah, and, you know, yeah. I think there's a funny game, isn't there, you can play, we've played this before, where, you know, if your brand was an animal, what would it be? If it was a drink, what would it be? And if you play it with your team, if you have real disparities... It's interesting to see what they come up with. Yeah, so if somebody thinks that you're a Ferrari and somebody else says, you know, you're a, a, a Mini or a Range Rover... <laughs> you're on a different page. Yeah, we, then you need we, to have a conversation. We, 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 we did that recently, actually. Kind of, yeah, and we got them yeah. to also put, like, pictures together and yeah, art we got them to and put stuff a like that to together. see what they yeah. think our brand is about. So then we could see if they were on the right yeah. <laughs> track. But they were actually, they were pretty. I don't know, um, no, no. Yeah, it was like little, yeah, quite on modern with little yeah, splashes yeah. of colour, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's interesting to not tell them sometimes and just see what they come yeah. up with themselves. I mean, it's tough, isn't it? Because your brand is about individuality, so you, you want to encourage that. On the other hand, there needs to be a cohesion in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, That's the catch 22 thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get. Yeah, yeah. very exciting. So what sort of, um, your brand is expressed through the name, through the logo. Do you have, um, so we've talked about the colour scheme and the look of the salon. We've talked about content. But in the salon, would, would we find sort of menus and cards and things like that? Or do you not really go down that route where, where it's used? Is it, do you have bags with your logo on? We do little like badges and stickers of our <laughs> logo. And we're going to kind of do more. Things like that. We, well, we, we, you know, our, our logo, when we first started the branding, like, um, I think it all come, came from our logo, to be honest, and we were quite lucky, we were working with this guy, you know, and he put together a whole sheet of things for us, and we sort of developed it as time, and then from that kind of logo, that's where I think a lot of our branding kind of come out, and we, we really, we really love the logo, we even got it on our phone cases, and oh, <laughs> yeah, things like that, and... Oh. You know, for us, it's something that we want to share, and I think it's I think it's something that can be used on like anything. Yeah. All the staff yeah. always have a badge on them that's yeah. somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like being part of a of a, of a community. Yeah, basically, yeah. and it's, it's again, it's creating that culture that we wanted to include in the beginning, and yeah, we wanted to. We do want to extend that at the moment. But we, we give the staff opportunities to do like stories on Instagram and stuff as well, so that gets them more involved. And I think oh, the more okay. they do that, the more they understand. Yeah. And do you let them have their own... Could I have Nikki at Bebop? Or is it there's just one Instagram or one Facebook? They all one? have their own yeah, Instagrams, yeah. and we get them to do that, because I think it's important for them to style themselves as an actual stylist, an individual stylist, yeah. Yeah. as well as being associated with the brand. And are there any rules with that? Do they have to tag you? Do they have to show you first? No, no. no we just let them do what they want to. It's about them. Yeah. That. They can do whatever they want with their page. They just need to make content. They I think that's it. already tag us because mm-hmm. they want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we would then use theirs and post their work on Instagram, which we think is important as well because we try and like get their name out there. Yeah. The other important thing with our salon, like, it's got a lot of window space yeah. and, you know, people, it's like a fish tank, the so people walk past. The community, though, is nice. So we have people just yeah. popping in and saying hi or... Oh, so you're like an art installation on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. basically. So, um, you know, and they come home really late and they're just popping in and, yeah, yeah it's, nice. it's nice. It's really nice. Excellent. Oh, it's lovely. And you're both smiling so much when you talk. It's obviously yeah. quite oh, yeah. a joyful yeah. experience. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's you're probably crazed with tiredness and like, oh, that's right. Yeah, oh. no, no. That's really lovely. 
Thank you very yeah, much. Thank you so much for, for coming. coming. It's been You're absolutely welcome. a pleasure to meet you both. Yeah, it has. And as we mentioned as we went along, we will add lots of notes. So thank you very much to Pondsmith and Chloe Hervé <laughs> at Bebop. And happy birthday for the 19th of December for yes. the salon. Yes. Two thank years anniversary. Um, if anybody wants to send a card, it's just <laughs> Bebop North London. I'm sure we'll <laughs> get there. That'd be lovely. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. so, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. It was so nice to meet those guys. It really was. It was nice catching up over a cuppa and really having a really good chat about branding. Yes, and <laughs> we wish them all the best. So we hope you've enjoyed listening to this latest episode in the Respectfully series. You can find all our episodes on iTunes and many other platforms. And do check the show notes by scrolling down on your phone or wherever you're listening to find all the comments and references that we've made. And please do rate and review us. It does help to put us up in the charts so we're easier to find in future. Yeah, we'll do it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank See you. you soon. Bye. Bye.